Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Everybody in. The ceremony is about to begin. is uh, flying by, I will say. We are already at Wednesday. And I know that everybody's a little bit panicked, a little bit grouchy, a little bit upset. And I think you're going to find three level-headed blokes in here this morning, right? I do. I feel like a very level-headed bloke this morning. I feel fine. I feel strangely fine. I was fine after the game one loss to the Dodgers. We're good. Let me start the show by saying, we're good. Zach Wheeler was better last night. He was better. We're a good team. We're not done yet. All right, so just get your paper bag, get your root beer barrel, relax, suck it up, go win a ball game. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He is our executive producer. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Now, I thought I saw an update from uh, our beloved Annie Heilbrunn about the root beer barrel. There is, but the, are ori- we, are the we original maybe doing it wrong. No, the original update that we gave was the one that led to the victory. So we just stick with the okay. odd. I just want to make sure we're yeah. doing it right. Stick with the odd numbered innings. I brought seven thousand of them today. I will bring some to the game. I will fill my pockets. With root beer barrels, apparently. Benjamin Higgins, your na- friendly neighborhood sports anchor, is here. Good morning, Benjamin. Good morning. You I mean, have a uh, new piece on that uh, our friend Corey Stewart bought you. He he called me over to his car yesterday. I went to his tailgate. And uh, beloved Tier 1 and huge, huge Padre fan. 
uh, Corey Stewart. He bought you a new, I mean, it's like thick weighted chain. It's a Jesus piece. It's a cross. I think I had it on backwards. You did. <laughs> blinging her on this side. Which is like, that's sacrilegious. So uh, he said every great rapper needs a Jesus piece, and now you have one. So you look good in it, and it looks good on you. Uh, I would wear it on your broadcasts today. Television broadcasts. I actually yeah. dare you to do it. Can you wear it under your shirt? Because I think it would look. Well, I guess you can wear anything under yeah, a shirt. Yeah, you can wear under it. Really, you're not going to create a, a, a furor or an outrage over what you're wearing under a shirt. You look good, though. You look good. You're decked out. you got to go straight from here to Channel 10 and start broadcasting because we have a day game today. Straight to the uh, the roof of the Marriott Gas Lamp, the Altitude Sky Lounge, which is where I've spent the majority of the home games in this uh, postseason uh, on top of the roof of the Marriott. It's not the greatest view of the game. It's not bad. I mean, I can, is it I can see view in. Of the game? Yeah, oh, no, no, I can see. I can see all the infield and... The pitcher and the batter, and I can't really get the nuance of the game from up there, though. I would imagine not great. I think uh, that was on the of, corner. Yeah. blue, blue, the ball's up. I get the the fan reaction will tell me exactly what's happening yeah. every moment in terms of oh, that ball looks like it was well hit. No, oh, it's a fly ball. It's going to be an out. But you can just tell by the reaction. But yeah, I was up there for the entire game yesterday as we anchored from four to seven thirty on ten news, and it was a. Uh, that was pretty much it. It was over. It was a very well-played, fast game. Unlike most postseason games that drag on into three and a half, four hours, uh, that was about two hours and 40 minutes yeah. and uh, you know, well-pitched on both sides. And- I mean, you guys aren't going to want to hear this this morning, but I'm going to say it anyway because I want to be honest with you. That was one hell of a baseball game last night. Absolutely one hell of a baseball game. With the result, the result does not make me happy uh, by any stretch. Does the result concern me really at all? No, it doesn't. Zach Wheeler pitched the game of his life last night. He was fantastic. Uh, you could see it early on. The, the it, I was sitting with our pal Adam Jones, who's going to join us today at some point, 735, I, I do believe. Uh, I was sitting right next to him, and I was asking him. He goes, look, how, look at his mechanics. He goes, those guys with the easy 98, the easy 99, he goes, they are so much harder to hit. Then the guy that is uh, like huffing and puffing and working hard to hit ninety eight ninety nine. Now I don't know why. I don't know why that is, but it look it's deceiving almost. It's my God, this guy is exerting almost no energy, right? His mechanics are so flawless and he's so good at executing his mechanics. The ball comes out of his hands so easily, Woodsy. It's hard it's harder to hit that ninety nine than the guy that his Emptying the tank to go 99. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. I I know what you mean. That's what he said. And and I I sat there, and as I watched and watched, I learned so much from Adam every time I get a chance to talk to him. um, He said, it is just, look how free and easy he is. And I went, yeah, dude, that makes sense. And you could see the fuzz on that fastball from the first inning. I mean, Ben, locating, movement. All of it. It was deadly last night. And sometimes, guys, especially in the NLCS, you're going to run into a buzzsaw. And he was the definition of buzzsaw. So was Sir Anthony Dominguez. So was Jose Alvarado. You ran into three of them last night. Those They threw some of the, the best pitches I've seen in the postseason. And I'll, I'll say this. Those three pitchers that we faced last night, 
pitched us better than any other pitchers have. And I'm I'm including Jacob DeGrom. I mean, those three were the nastiest we've seen. I think the cliche thing to do is to rail on Sports Talk Radio about Padres need better at-bats. You know, they have to have a better approach. They have a better approach, plate. right. Bob Melvin needs to shake up the lineup. And, and while, I mean, maybe a couple of guys didn't have the best at-bats, I don't think that was the problem last night. And, and I'll echo what you said. I'll, I'll go ahead with what Bob Melvin said because he knows more than I do about this or you or Paul or really anyone in the fan base. Uh, let's see, the Padres played their 170th game last night. And Bob said that was the best pitching performance we've faced yep. all year. All year. Guess what? When you play 170 games and you rank the pitching performances, when you go against number one, you're going to lose that one almost every time. When the other pitcher is just nasty and on his spots and there's not much you can do about it. And guess what? The Padres lost the game 2 to nothing. They didn't get blown out. They had the tying runs on base in the ninth inning. Yep. They got they hit some balls. They I, I was going through the stat cast. They hit three balls further than Bryce Harper's home run yeah. in the game yesterday. They just hit them to the wrong parts of the park. Um the you Darvish made one mistake to Kyle Schwarber, and it was a majestic uh, <laughs> unbelievable how do home you, run. If you like baseball, how are you even mad at that home run? I have never heard a sound like that off the bat at Petco Park. I've never seen a ball go. I could hear the, I could hear it off the bat from the rooftop of the Marriott. So it you was, clearly you it was guys, deceiving because not a single player on the field even they moved. moved. No one moved, and you're almost like like if did you were not watching, I was like, confused where, where for a go? second. Yeah, I, I was, was like, I I swear to God, that's a home run, but did it go? Soto didn't way move. foul. Soto did not move. No one. Pro, no didn't, one. Schwarber didn't, didn't really move. do much either. He didn't get that excited. <laughs> he just kind of watched it for a second, and I thought, well, is he watching it go foul? And then. There wasn't much reaction from the crowd because there weren't many Phillies fans. Like, I hate and then he just started trotting around the bases, and I go, oh, I guess that was a home run. I it sounded like that it. it came at the expense of the Padres in our you know NLCS game one, but that was the most insane home run I've ever if seen. If you had asked person. me, I've been to 22 years of games in Petco Park. If you had asked me, is it even possible to hit a home <laughs> run up there? I probably would have said no. I don't remember... Certainly hadn't seen one in a game. I was trying to remember in batting practice, in a home run derby, did they get it up there even once? I can get my seven iron up there from home plate. <laughs> That's about it. Maybe my six. Uh, but I, I have, there is just, it was it was majestic. It was staggering. And listen, man, sometimes, sometimes, and again, I know you don't want to hear it. Sometimes you got to tip your hat. Uh, you know, I didn't, you know what I didn't realize? You Darvish and Kyle Schwarber are very, very close friends. Was that from their Cub days? Cub, yeah, they were yeah. on the Cubs together. They're very, very close friends. And you said after the game, the next time I see him, I might have to punch him in his mouth. <laughs> like it's so funny. Like as much as as it's hurting us, it's mu- as much as it hurts you know the Padres and everything else. Um, it the the sun will rise today, and you've got another chance. I, I'm not going to panic yet. Here's my one my one point that I will say: if the Padres want to win this whole thing like I know they want to do. You will have those games when superstars need to do a superstar thing. And the the Phillies yesterday got two swings from the two of their better players that made a difference in the game. The Padres will need Manny Machado and Juan Soto to do a couple of superstar things in these remaining however many games are left. They can't 
even against tough pitching, you know, they're going to need Juan Soto to come through with a big shot somewhere against a nasty pitcher or Manny to do it against a tough reliever or a tough starter at some point. It's not going to happen every time. Again, tip tip your hat to Zach Wheeler was fantastic. He was unbelievable, but, man. But at some point, those two guys are going to have to have a big game and a couple of big moments. And the Padres have gotten to this point without a ton from either of those guys. Man, well, hold on. I, in the in the postseason. Well, I'm, I'm sitting here last night, and I'm watching, you know, people I'm that are my beloved friends. You know, Soto sucks, man. Swing it, you know, swing it. Like, he hasn't done anything. Bro, did every – did we forget Saturday night? Did we forget Saturday night? Like, one of the most clutch hits of the year. Like, we don't beat the Dodgers without that knock from Soto. Does every has everybody forgotten? I are we that dumb? Are we that greedy? Somebody Look, approached me yesterday. Hey, let's go. Yeah, man, Soto's got to get going, doesn't he? I mean, dude, and, he's and not going to hit like, a jack every at bat. I mean, he had a pretty big hit on Saturday, but I, I okay, you're right. The same people wanted Jake Cronenworth out of the lineup after the Met series, the O for thirteen. I mean, that's a crap series. It sucks. But you're gonna roll with your guys. I'm. There's no on no planet. Am I giving up on Juan Soto? I'm not. He is his first AB last. Well, what did he do? He took an O for last night. He walked. He walked. He got on in an error. He got on in an error. Struck out twice. On one on a very close, very pitch. close. They could have gone either way. And then his the bat where he actually swung the bat was terrible. I mean, he had a terrible, terrible looking swing. Guys, that happens to the greatest of all time. And so, I mean, Jesus Christ. We're not... Everybody, I'm begging. by the way, was I'm, 0 for last night. Except yeah, for Myers except for one Will hit. My, we have, what do we have, one knock? By the way, everyone on the Phillies was 0 for other than... Only two guys on the Phillies reached base the entire game. I mean, come on, Every, man. Seven of their nine guys were 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 without a walk, without reaching base. It was only Kyle Schwarber had a walk, a single, and a home run, and Bryce Harper had a home run. And that was the extent of the offense for the Philadelphia Phillies. Right. What's the old what's the saying in basketball? Oh my my god, they got run out of the gym. They got run out of the gym. No. No, we did not get run out of the gym. I, I, I that was a that was an excellent I don't want you to lump game. I don't want you to lump me into the the Soto haters no, and I'm here. Not. I, I'm not. I I am simply saying I I'm not saying that he's done anything wrong that he hasn't contributed, but if you want to win a world series your superstars are going to have to play, you know, at, at one higher level at some point in this postseason well, mo- that, I, that we haven't seen. They've done good things, absolutely, as many Padres have to get to this point. But I haven't seen that next level. You, you know, Juan Soto, what he did for the Washington Nationals, they don't win that postseason. What did he hit? Five home runs in the postseason. You need a superstar to go off at some point, and the Padres really are waiting. You know, on their superstars to to explode in the playoffs, which has not happened yet. And, and I doesn't think mean that's that fair, doesn't you know? mean that they're not superstars. It doesn't mean that they're bad players. No one explodes all the time in a baseball game. We just need it to happen. If you're a Padres fan, sometime in the next few days, one or both of those guys to kind of get on one of their runs on a tear, and that's really what can carry you all the way to a World Series title. Yeah, there's no question. And I mean, you know, Philly's getting it from their superstar. Bryce Harper is absolutely delivering uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies, Ben. But that, you know, again, that that ball he had out was a pop fly. Now, you did say you expect Juan Soto to break out, but you don't really expect him to break out here. You expect him to break out in Philly. True. I would say today is a good day 
Uh, it's going to be 91 degrees at first pitch. The marine layer will be a distant memory. Uh, here's the thing. Blake Snell's got to keep Philly in the yard as well. But I do think today's going to be, I would imagine, I would imagine, this is just a guess. It's not a, it's not a, a guarantee. It's not an edict. I would imagine today would be a little bit more high scoring. I would imagine some balls are going to fall for the Padres today. And Aaron Nola is a really good pitcher. I mean, you got Zach Wheeler last night. It does not get one shred easier today. They know that. And I promise you, it's just like Bob Melvin said. We'll play his comments later. Bob Melvin and the entire Padres team, nothing they want more. They'd play this game at 9 a.m. if they could. They want to get back on the field because they're in it. There's one behind them. Back's kind of against the wall after being down uh, 0-1 right now. They want to get back on on that field today. So uh, I expect the Padres to win the baseball game today. I do. I really, really do. This team performs better when things like this happen. Obviously, uh, the Padres are, are pretty much sole focus this morning. We're pretty much a an extended post-game show from yesterday and an extended pre-game show for today. Getting ready for a 135 first pitch here on 97.3 The Fan. Coming up, we will talk to uh, Adam Jones. He was at the game last night. Uh, his usual Wednesday feature with us here on Ben and Woods. We'll also uh, talk to Kyler Kepnert, national baseball writer, as well, coming up in our 9 o'clock hour. That's well down the line. This segment of Ben and Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. Uh, we had an incorporator with Jesse yesterday. Uh, while all this uh, fun was going on in Game 1 of the NLCS, he had to work the word plenipotentiary into the broadcast. Squeezed it in. And he got real it. Real good. And he got it. Uh, we'll play that for you and get our Daily Diddy selection. Coming up next with Ben and Woods. Don't lose faith, Padres fans. We're here for you until 10 o'clock on San Diego's number one sports station. Let's get a check of traffic with Kelly right now on 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, good. Let's play, like, the Philly National Anthem. This band's from Chicago. I looked it up. Survivor from Chicago, Illinois. I wanted to be very clear. I wanted to make sure there was no this, Philly connection this to this Philly's song. Is this Philly's This what? Is this Philly's loving? Yeah, are you kidding? Where was uh, Rocky Balboa from? <laughs> He's a fictional character. <laughs> Not a real person. It's a good song. Such a banger. It's a good song, though. Now, (laughs) we had a discussion yesterday on the show. Woodsy was contemplating going to Jersey Mike's to get a a Philly cheesesteak. Did you end up getting your Philly cheesesteak? No. And then we thought, maybe if we get like a a chicken cheesesteak, that's... Philadelphia would find that to be an atrocity, and maybe that would like kind of reverse it. Yeah, reversing the curses. So last night... Or yesterday at the game. We're down on the field watching some BP. Woodsy heads out for a little bit. I went up to the press box to get a little work done. And I sat down, had a street taco, and I had, I had a meal. Shared a meal with Doug Glanville. Amazing. Been on our show several times. Love Doug, Love Glanville. Doug Glanville. So good. And Bob Scanlon. I just sat there while they like swapped stories from their playing days, which was incredible. But Bob Scanlon walks over and he sits down. And he did not eat anything from the press box, but he sits down with garlic fries and a Philly cheesesteak from Gaglione Brothers. Oh. And I go, Bob, is this Philly's loving right here? He goes, he just looks at me and he goes, know thine enemy. Know thine enemy. Know thine enemy. I love it. Uh, we, were, we spent five minutes this morning talking about it. Can, are we allowed to eat Philly cheesesteaks? Are we allowed to eat yeah. Philadelphia cream cheese this week? And yeah. he goes, know the enemy. Know thine enemy. And I go, it's really brilliant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and also keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. <laughs> it's the city of brotherly love. I have so much brotherly love for our friends in Philly, right? Ben too. With the, Why uh, not? The I, you know, thing. I did. I I would say that there was about the same number of Phillies fans as there were Dodgers fans, and that is not very many uh, around Petco Park and in the ballpark yesterday. But the ones that I did see were incredibly loud. They're very loud. They like yeah. to scream oh, things. they like to yell. I mean, I was walking into the ballpark at around um, 3.30 yesterday, and there were hundreds and hundreds of Padres fans, you know, happily walking their way into the park. I saw one Phillies fan, but he was the one that was just yelling, trying to chant, Let's go, Phillies! And it's like, what? Are, you're the only one here. There's no one to chant with you as though you're trying to start something. There's no one else, and it was just him. But he was insisted on yelling in a Philly accent, let's go, Phillies, over and over again. Yeah, I mean, their fans are um, boisterous. They are very, very boisterous. So 
Padres I, uh, fans are very boisterous as well. Who? Padres fans. Yeah. I mean, look, I had my buddy texted me uh, from Dallas, Texas last night. He goes, man, the, the stadium seems dead. I go, yeah, man, we're getting no hits. It, I, I, I kind of am of the opinion, like, I'm not going to burn myself out for five innings. Come on! Yeah! Yeah! Nothing's happening. You get a knock, I'm in. You I get would, a walk, I'm in. I would call the police on a fan. Yeah! 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 Like, are you effing kidding? I thought, this is San Diego, I th- dude. I thought there was plenty of enthusiasm for you, Darvish. Yeah! You got, you know, yeah! strikeouts, two strikes. There was a lot of cheering yes! when the Phillies were up and doing nothing. But when the Padres were up and... There was no offense whatsoever. There just wasn't a lot of opportunity to, I mean, I was there. to really get into the game. You're right. I was there Saturday night, and it was it. And I, the way that, the only way I can describe it is this: Padre fans right now are afraid to take a breath. We are sitting there with puckered butthole. That's just the it's crass and everything else. Everyone is sitting like this. <laughs> Just waiting. And then when something happens, you let it out. You you go. You, whoa, yeah, yeah. Then it happens. But, man. Yesterday felt like a lot of Saturday did. It really did. You're, you're kind of waiting for, for the moment so you can explode. And, and My wife wasn't at the game on Saturday. I was. And she texted me. She goes, it feels dead on TV right, right now. And I because said, it's nothing's not. happened. It is not, though. I said, you can tell. You can feel the electricity. You feel it, it's yeah. there. They are just waiting for something to happen. We couldn't string hits together. We couldn't get the big hit until the seventh inning on Saturday night. Said, trust me, this place is ready to yeah, explode. It wasn't like explode. people that were not paying attention. Right. They were having their phones. conversations. They were ju- they were watching the game. And you could hear it. for that moment. You that could hear never it in really the ninth came. when Manny came up with two on and a chance to Win the game, you could hear it there. Like they, everybody was just yeah, waiting. If, if Manny had hit a home run there, they would have had to build a new Petco Park. There's no question about it. Because the man. people would have pretty much crumbled Petco Park with their reaction. Yeah, it they was, were waiting. It was waiting. They were waiting. It, it just never and, happened. And it was loud in the ninth. You know, there was a, there was a lot of, uh, of nice chants going on last night. The energy was fine. I'm not in here to point fingers at Padre fans today. And to be honest with you. I'm not in here to point fingers at anybody yesterday. That was a one, that was one hell of a baseball game. It didn't go our way. I'm bummed as hell about that. But, man, it, it ain't a game seven. It's a game one. We'll go through the game in our Padres wrap-up here in a minute or two. I, I know people think that maybe Bob Melvin should have pinch hit in the ninth inning. We'll discuss that coming up for sure. Right now, though, uh, we could have cheered Jesse Agler with the incorporator yesterday. I had Jesse on, gave him his word, as we do each and every Tuesday Here's the uh, voicemail from our Tier 1. My name's Dakota. Um, the word is plenipotentiary. It's like a diplomat that you give complete power to and they're like making uh, treaties for you on your behalf across other countries. See if Jesse can do that one. Right, a plenipotentiary, a, a, di- a diplomat with full authority to treat with other nations. Um, Jesse actually knew that word. He said you know, from his studying of John Adams in American history, that was... A familiar word to him, but how is he going to get it into a baseball broadcast? Didn't get it out of the way early, as I understand. This was late in the Bottom game. Bottom late. The eighth. Bottom eight. Giving manager Rob Thompson a ton of credit to be able to, or a ton of confidence, I should say, to go get a guy like Wheeler 
They hand it off to Sir Anthony Dominguez. It is definitely a bit of a gutsy call for Thompson. If this thing does not go well, he's going to have to answer for this big time. First pitch to Kim is outside, ball one. And remember, he is no longer the interim manager. He's got full plenipotentiary power now. They gave him the <laughs> so two-year slick. deal at the start of October. And so this is his team. Very good, very good. I was thinking perhaps he was waiting for the pitching coach to go to the mound. Never really had the opportunity. The pitching coach, kind of the plenipotentiary for the manager. You go out there with full authority to treat with your guy on the mound as a representative of the organization. It's fantastic. Uh, Jesse nailed it, though, with the interim title and now the full plenipotentiary powers of Rob Thompson, the manager of the Phillies. Yep, fantastic work, as usual, by the uh, We'll get the rest of Jesse's calls. Not nearly the excitement, obviously, of Saturday night, but uh, he did a great job, as always. Our Padres wrap-up. We'll discuss some of the details of the 2 nothing loss in Game 1 of the National League Championship Series. Hey, Best of seven. Long way to go here, people. Long way to go. We'll be back with more Ben and Woods after this on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Charging a cell phone can be like getting a booster shot. A booster is given enhance or restore protection after a primary series vaccination, which wanes over time. 
schedule an appointment when you are eligible. All right, uh, we will get all the highlights and uh, get into some of the nitty-gritty. Again, if, you're, if you've come here looking for hosts who are going to rail against the San Diego Padres and their performance in Game 1, probably not the right place. We are both, all three of us, I think fairly bullish still on the Padres' chances. I think they're still going to win this series. Woods. I do, I, too. And, and I really do. It's weird to see the same old Padres bit as you're we're playing in the National League Championship Series as we are in the the proverbial final four of the best teams in baseball. That's that isn't the same. I took old a Padres. moment to like look around. Yeah, me before too. The game when they were doing the starting lineups like, and all pinch, that. Pinch and I'm like, me. I look over behind center field. I see the bright lights because the Fox Studio hosts are there. Yeah, like that's the stuff that we have always just watched from our couch. And and, and, don't, and that was our our stadium for our team in the NLCS. And don't get it twisted. That's not. We're not just happy and content with that. No, 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 no. But it's more of but like it was a, a pinch me moment. It's more of like a hey man, we're here. This is amazing. Great job. Let's go out and get a win. And if you think this team can't win another game in this series, I'm not going to tell you how to fan. I think that's that's not real bright. But um, I I do, man. I am I am massively bullish on this team. Massively. Now, slug has been the problem for this team. And that's what they need to do. They need to slug. Nobody's slugging right now other than Trent Grisham. Nobody. So they got to get it together. Uh, there's no question about it. But again, when you're in the playoffs, you're not really running up against a lot of spares. You're not. But my God, we have beaten some good pitchers this postseason. They've got it in them. They've got it in them. They've beaten some of the best this game has to offer. They ran up against one last night, and they got beat. And right, he we'll, was real we'll good. We'll get all the highlights of that one. Coming up right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. It's a shame if they lose. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Miss any of yesterday's Padres game? I come to talk with you again. Oh, it's been a great day today. Can't wait for more. <laughs> it's the Padres Wrap-Up with Ben and Woods. Dang it. Are you f***ing kidding me? On 97.3 The Fan. All I got to say is after that performance, this team should have stayed locked out. Runner at third, two away. Here's the pitch from Darvish and a line drive towards the shift. Cronenworth, diving stop, throws from his knees in time. And the inning is over. Cronenworth out in shallow right field. And we're going to hang a star at Petco Park. The second baseman diving to his right, makes the play, throws Harper out. And the inning is over. Big shift on the right side again against Bryce Harper. The 1-0 pitch hit in the air to the opposite field. Profar backing up. He is near the wall. He will leap and it will go. A home run for Bryce Harper. His fourth of the postseason. And the Phillies strike first, one to nothing here in the fourth. Here's Schwarber, top of the order. Swings at the first pitch and hits it a mile to deep right field. Soto not going to move. That might find the upper deck. My goodness, it did. Kyle Schwarber just yanked one out to the upper deck in right field at Petco Park. I don't know that I've ever seen a ball land up there in a game before. 2-0 Philadelphia in the top of the sixth inning. So now the Padres down to their final strike with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning. One and two to Josh Bell. Here's the pitch from Alvarado. And a swing and a miss. The Phillies shut out the Padres in game one by a final of two to nothing as Wheeler, Dominguez, and Alvarado combine on a brilliant one-hitter. Well, really good fastball early. Started mixing up his slider a little bit and then started using his curveball next time around. 
That's probably as good a pitching performance we've seen all year, is my guess. Only walked one, struck out eight, was heading the count. It's pretty good. In restless dreams I walked alone. How about this for a, a statistical nugget? Of the eight meetings now this year between the Padres and the Phillies, five of the games have ended in shutouts. Three Padres victories, two Phillies victories. Yeah. Uh, which is unusual because the Phillies are a team with a lot of offense. You know, Padres have plenty of offense. But when these teams meet up, one team, more than half the time, has failed to score in those games. They're, re- they're really evenly matched. Again, I mean, uh, they are a very, very evenly matched team. Somebody said it to me before the game yesterday, speaking of Rocky Balboa, this is like two Rockies, right? This is two Rockies going at each other. Um both teams hungry, both teams looked down upon, both teams, you know, perceived to have backed their way in, both teams chip on their shoulder. Uh, the chip was a little bit, bit, little bit bigger on Philly's side last night. So, hey, man, it is what it is. We've all watched enough baseball, I thought, to realize that there are, are going to be games like that uh, that happen all the time. And, again, when you run into a Zach Wheeler, who literally, I think, I, has he thrown a no-no in his career? I can't remember. No, I don't think so. But, but he pitched the game of his life last you night know, at they, the biggest time. They said, you know, statistically, other than Roy Halladay's playoff yeah. no-hitter, maybe one of the best postseason pitching performances of all time. It was, I mean, look, that's that's just what happens. That just That's just what happens uh, when that happens. So, not too upset about it, man. The good news is you don't have to face Zach Wheeler today. The bad news is you've got to face Aaron Nola, who's... Had a remarkable, remarkable postseason as well. So I will admit that in the ninth inning, when the Padres got two runners on, yep. Dirksen Profar drew the walk off Alvarado, and then uh, Juan Soto hit the little chopper that was misplayed by, by the way, a Phillies defense that is a vulnerability for that team and gave the Padres an opportunity to win that game. You know, Manny came up and the, his, everything was electric again. You know, he pushed one into right field, a little pop-up for an out, so... Josh Bell's position in the order comes up. And and part of me thought, oh, he's got a lefty on the mound. I'd probably pull the, the Drury card here. Uh, we've seen what he's done against lefties. Not necessarily one of the hotter hitters in the postseason, but... I think that's a fair statement when you have a 067 average. I but, would say that's fair that it's you're not hot. One, but one other, than, other than Manny, no one hit more home runs. I think this year on the Padres, other than Brandon Drury, you need a home run to win it. I kind of thought Drury might be the choice there, uh, but I also knew when when Bob Melvin stuck with Josh Bell, it was there was a good reason for it. There wasn't simply, you know, oh, I didn't think about pinch hitting. Right, I, I forgot I, I had Drury. I didn't available. know I had Drury available. I knew that wasn't the reason. So, uh, do we have Bob Melvin? Here's Bob, what Bob had to say when he was asked about not pinch hitting for Josh Bell in the ninth inning. Bell batting there in the ninth. What was that? What was it? Well, he's the only guy on our team with a homer off him. He's faced him the most, so that's why he was hitting. All right. I mean, simple answer. In, and you can still debate it. Sure. You can you can still debate it, but if you pinch hit for Josh Bell, you're taking away a guy who has had success against Alvarado, who has seen him more. Generally, that's a good thing for a batter. Have more looks against a guy. You've been, you'd be putting in a guy who what, has one, one hit in the postseason – and hasn't faced, I don't know how many times, but less than Bell has not had a home run off of him. 
I don't know if that would have been a good move to put in Brandon Drury. Certainly in hindsight, yeah, try something different. Josh Bell didn't get it done. I sure. wish, yeah, wish yeah, he had put Brandon Drury into the game. Give it a shot. Wish he had put Jorge Alfaro into the game. I know there were some fans who were hoping for a Jorge Alfaro walk-off. That, to me, would have been kind of nonsensical to pinch hit Jorge Alfaro there. Hasn't even seen any action in the postseason. You know, I don't, cold his, for a couple of weeks. That His last A.B. has to have been, like, Late September. And, and if you were down to it and you had to put a bat in his hands, great. Sure. I, I like that he doesn't doesn't feel the pressure in those big situations, has come through before. But honestly, it's a no, pretty tall order. There's no logical reason to put Jorge Alfaro in in that situation. No, and it's a pretty tall order. Hey, I know you haven't seen live pitching in three weeks. Can you get up there and hit Jose Alvarado throwing a 101-mile-an-hour sinker at you? And, I mean, I did the pitching ninja overlay he did last night. It's absolutely filthy. I mean, I you know, look, sure, try something else, Bob. Damn it. There you go. Hey, you blew it. Should have had jury in there. All right, fine. We'll try that today. And and listen, I just, just so you guys know, I mean, I, I'm – Josh Bell, Josh Bell has good numbers off of uh, Aaron Nola. He's probably going to get another look today. I imagine he's got the numbers. Bob Melvin is a guy that's going to play the matchups until it's time to not play the matchups. Well, are you going to bench everyone who took an over yesterday? Yeah, because you'd have one guy in the lineup. <laughs> you'd have one guy, Will Myers. You're going to have to go with someone who didn't have success yesterday again in the lineup today. So yeah, I, it, I agree with you. There's no crystal ball, obviously, but I, I again, if I'm a manager. Try to put yourself in his shoes. You know, what would you do? I saw Camposano should play today. Okay. Um, he also has not seen uh, live pitching in, in quite a while. You know, so he's we've got kind of our solid 9-10 guys. That's who Bob Melvin's been rolling with. It's uh, we're, we're in the National League Championship Series, and we're down 0-1 right now. I'd say so far it's gone fairly well. We have beaten the 101-win Mets. We have beaten the 111-win Dodgers. We're real, we're, are we going to do this? We're going to start railing against what's been, what's been going on? Because that doesn't seem logical to me. It just that's not, that's not logical. You have to remember that you're going to lose some games, even in the postseason. Correct. Even the World Series lost- champion is probably going to lose... Five or six games over the course of the postseason. Julio Arias looked really good against the uh, San Diego Padres in game one, and we lost that game. Then we came back and we won three in a row. Are there people out there in this fan base that listen to this? a much better team. Yeah. Are there people that listen to this program that don't think the Padres have it in them to go out and win the next three games? To win the next four games? Because I'm not one of them. I 100%. Now, listen. They may not. They may not. But I believe in the bottom of my soul that this team has it in them. I absolutely believe in them. 100%. Jake Cron- unwavering. Jake Cronenworth's play in the first inning was oh, one of the best, one of the best. you're going to see yeah, on was- a hot smash by Bryce Harper to save a run would have been an RBI single. I mean, even in the even playing deep in the outfield shift at second base, uh that was a ball that you just don't see someone stop. It was hit so hard, and it was a phenomenal play. That got the crowd going early in the game. There was excitement. There was plenty of energy from Padres fans. They were just waiting again for that moment for for a, a chance to really cheer on offense that n- never came in the game. Uh, Padres, one thing I noticed, that their best hit balls, including their only hit, 
We're going up the middle. You know, they Manny they hit a C yep. up the middle. Uh, Hassan Kim hit one deep up the middle. Will Myers had the line drive single up the middle. But you're not going to get a lot of slug hitting the ball to dead yeah! center field at Petco Park, yeah! unfortunately. Yeah! 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 <laughs> That's what I need from yeah! you guys today. From from first pitch, right? Yeah! It's just not going to happen. Pretend like it's third down and eight, and you need to interrupt yeah! the signal callers yeah! from the opposing offense yeah! exactly. the entire yeah! time. Yeah! <laughs> My throat really yeah! hurts after that, by the way. <laughs> you got to pick your spots, Padre fans, and I'm with you. I believe, yeah, you can't, you can't go. It's baseball. I want to ask Adam Jones this too. It's the weirdest sport. I was thinking about it driving in this morning. <laughs> baseball is not a, um, it's not a sport. I would say unless you're the pitcher. Where you can really get yourself amped up. Being amped up is maybe the worst thing you can do as a hitter. Like, like squeezing the bat really tight. No, it's worse. Golf is that way too, Ben. You can't get. You have to be relaxed when you get on the tee box, right? You got to be relaxed when you're on the green. You got to be relaxed when you're hitting that that little you know sixty yard wedge into the the hole. You can't be fired up. Same goes for at the plate. Uh, I wanted to ask him. You know, you see them. Everyone looks still pretty relaxed. You're not seeing a lot of guys out there pressing. I you just ran into a really good pitcher last night. You did, and he was he was lights out. I wish we had. I wish I had more to tell you about the game last night. It's baseball, though, and in baseball, you're going to have games that you lose that you just don't score, or you don't have a lot of offense. Sometimes it's not necessarily an indictment of your methods or your players. It's simply the other guy was hitting his spots, and it's very, very hard to you know hit a baseball when the opposing pitcher is on his game and is hitting corners and is working inside and out. Yeah, I mean, occasionally a great hitter going to work a base hit here or there against a good pitcher that hits his spots, but for the most part, you're not going to get much. You're looking for mistakes. Well, and, and I- the Padres didn't have a bunch of mistakes. I, I would say earlier in the playoffs, they've had more balls where – you know, Manny hit through one that I thought, oh, that was one he could have gotten. I don't remember seeing a ton of balls going, oh, oh man. just he, missed it. Just missed that one. That was in the zone. That Oh, he hung that one, and we got got away with it. He wasn't getting away well, with anything so if last there's one, night. If there's one thing you want to want to point to that you can point to, and I think it's a fair criticism, but I can also explain it away if, you, if you're so inclined. He threw 24 pitches in the first inning. I'm talking about Zach Wheeler. Really nice work by the guys. He had a, had a chance there to get to him a little early. You know, though, so then he got 24 in the first, 8 in the second, 5 in the third, 10 in the fourth. In my opinion, what happened was you got up there in the first inning and you were able to work some counts. He had probably a little bit of nerves. And you're like, that's 99. You look out, all those hitters looked out there and went, that's 99. That's 100. He is absolutely dotting. All right. He's going to come back. His fastball is his pitch today. It's always his pitch. But he's going to throw us fastballs in the zone. We need to try to attack him, and that's exactly what they did. Just didn't work out. Good just strategy. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Good strategy. Didn't work. You know, it, in hind, hindsight, hindsight, we grind him out. We should have. We should have waited, taken more pitches, grind see if we could have grind him out third. after yep. six innings or something. Didn't work out that way. All right, we've had a lot of success with our watch parties so far this postseason. Yeah, we have, and we got another one to tell you about when we come back. We'll let you know. Where you can see Ben and Woods live on Friday morning before Game 3 of the National League Championship Series. We'll also play some Take on Woods. We'll need a contestant for our musical trivia game. Chance to qualify 
for a trip to Las Vegas. It is all coming up next. Hour number two on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.